Blog Talk Radio. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. for the um, yeah okay so I am on I apologize I wasn't sure if if I was on or not they kind of make it real easy for you to call in and and um, be a host on your own show or be a guest on your own show. So I'd like to welcome you guys to the Prophecy Zone. I haven't been on here for uh, for quite a while. Um, matter of fact, almost a year probably. And um, a lot of things have happened. Um, so today we're going to be talking about some of those things real quick in this uh, 25 minutes I have left. Um First of all, I want to say um, that we are living in interesting times, and uh, a lot of people in the churches do not realize where we at and on on God's time clock. And I think uh, to not give them so much credit, that Satan has done an excellent job of blinding the eyes of men to not know uh, when their Messiah or Savior will come back. What was that? Uh, 
So I'm going to do some tests as I, I'm on my program. I'm going to be doing some tests to um, see if this, if it's actually working. So you're going to hear me um, maneuver some things around because I have no idea what's going on. Um, bird. So, um, I don't know if I'm going to play a, um, a test to see if a, um, if an audio track would work and then I'll be right back. Something from God's heart that God gave me this past day, fat past few days. Uh, the whole world knows what is happening here in the United States. We're in a worst crisis in our history. Uh, and the people everywhere, especially in New York City, where the crisis hangs so heavy overheads, there's a great fear. I was told that in the stock market, after it closes, men are collapsing and falling down in fear. And it's not just an American problem. It's a European problem. It's worldwide. God is doing what he warned us he would do when sins have mounted up into heaven. And that's that he would shake everything that can be shaken. And the whole world is shaking now with an economic meltdown. And it's going to get so frightening that not one of us will be unaffected. We're all going to be affected. Every minister, every family. Christians and unbelievers alike, we're all going to feel and see things that are terrifying. And many are going to have their faith shaken. Many are going to abandon their faith. Even when Jesus walked the earth, when hard message came, when hard times came, and he saw many leave him. He said, many, the Bible says, many forsook him. And he turned to his disciples and he said, will you forsake me also? Now, everywhere I go, I hear people saying, is there a word? What's going to happen next? What is God saying? And I want you to know what I believe God's speaking to my own heart, especially last night I was walking and talking with him. I went to the word of God because the only word is from the Word itself, from God. There's no economist, there's no evangelist, there's no one that can give us the answers. We have to go to the Word, we have to go to the Father. And in First Samuel, 30th chapter, I was, I was moved by the story of David and his 600-man army. They came upon over the hill toward Ziklag, their home base. And it was in ruins. The fire had destroyed the city. His wives, all the wives, the children were all taken captive by the Amalekites. And the Bible says that David and his men wept. David was deeply distressed. And his men wept all day and probably through most of the night until they said there were no more tears. Now, let me tell you that you and I, the godliest person hearing my voice, 
I don't care how famous you may be. I don't care who you may be. When you first see these frightening things come on the earth, there will be that first flash of fear and terror. I picked up one of our national magazines this a few days ago, and it had a picture of the world, a man representing the world on the brink of falling into a chasm. And it said, the headlines were, the world is collapsing. And it's in the headlines, a great worldwide depression. And the first impact, when I read that, I had a trembling inside. I said, God, so quick, so sudden, how did this happen? Even though many of us prophesied about it for years. When it comes and you see it, it's so overwhelming. And David, the Bible said, now, now let, me, let me say this. If, if you were to say, I'm not afraid, then you really don't understand the situation. It's that first flash of fear. There's a time for weeping. And God understands that. And many of you listening to me now, the question is, where does this end? Where does it take it? What about the church and its future? The Bible says David wept until there was no tears left. But then came a time. There comes a time. There is a time for weeping. There is a time that we will tremble. But God understands that. Then there comes a time to fight. David stood up. No more questions the Bible said he encouraged himself in the Lord. And we have come to a time where every man, every woman has to get their own word from God. You can't get it from some great voice. You can't get it from someone you think is holier than you. You have to get alone with God. David got alone and the Bible said he encouraged himself. And you'll hear the voices. But you have to get your own word as David did. I have to get my own word. I have to shut myself in with God and with this book and let the Lord speak encouragement to me. Folks, it doesn't matter who prophesied what and when. That's all in the past. It doesn't matter. And you'll hear a lot of prophetic voices saying uh, good days are just ahead. No. We're in that time now that Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Hosea, and all the prophets said, the day of God's vengeance and recompense upon the wicked. But the prophet Isaiah said, but you are safe. This is not about God's people now, even though he's purging his church. This is about having a word from God. If you're a pastor, your congregation, like our congregation, coming to church, in every service, what is God saying? What is the word? Now, David had 600 men that couldn't get a word. They didn't know how. But there are those who have walked with Jesus and know that the answer is here. And they have to come to the people now with a word of hope, a word of encouragement. David had the priest Abiathar. Abiathar couldn't help him. He had wise men, some of the wisest men in the world in his little army. They couldn't help him. Comes a time nobody can help you. Nobody give you a word. But David said to Abiathar, bring me the ephod. 
God spoke through the ephod in those days. And he got a word from the Lord, not from a pastor, not from anyone else. But he got a word of encouragement. God said, yes, I'm going to bring you through. There's going to be a recovery. You're going to know my hand for protection. Now, either this word is true, and I, I was walking, and I'm going to close in just a moment, but I don't want to take a lot of your time. I was walking with the Lord last night, and the Lord said, uh, David, you've, you've preached for 55 years around the world about how God delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt and through the Red Sea, and about uh, the fiery furnace and Hebrew children being delivered. You talk about Daniel being delivered from the lion's den. You talk about all these deliverances for 55 years. Now you're facing a test of faith like you've never known it. Was that mockery? Did you as the minister of the gospel say all this for 55 years and now it doesn't work for you? And, and I began to see that the mockers and the scoffers that are coming in the last days will come, some, many from the church itself. Scoffing in the word, giving up on the word because they, they, are, they, they don't turn to God. They get bitter against God and that's going to happen. But where are those Davids that will stand up with the word of God? And they've been tested. I have been tested. I've been tested in my family. Cancer. Uh, all kinds of attacks out of hell. But now God is at work. God is, this is God's doing. By, I believe the Bible says God has everything under control. They, God said, don't mock me now. Don't scoff at my word. Stand. I've given you this word. God is going to see his church through. I hear people say, well, we're all in the same boat. No, we're not. Well, we're in a boat all right as Christians, but it's called the ark. It's the ark of safety. And God is going to ride his people through this storm. It may be difficult. The boat may shake. And there'll be storms and lightning and thunder. But God keeps his word. God has everything under control. And I ask you as a congregation of ministers and wives to stand to your feet and lift your hands and thank God for his faithfulness. He's going to see his church through. There's going to be a moving of the Spirit. God is going to bring those. He's going to awaken many, many multitudes. He's going to awaken those who have been cold and indifferent. He's going to pour his Spirit out in the midst of all of this. Lift your hands. Stand, lift your hands. And thank God for his promises. And ask God to strengthen your faith. To give you a word so that you can stand before your family. You can stand before your friends. You can stand as David did. The whole army of 600 men rose up on one man's faith. Let that be you. God bless you. Chapter 3 This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce-breakers, false accusers, 
incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Jannes and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth, men of corrupt minds, reprobate concerning the faith. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions which came unto me at Antioch and Iconium and Lystra, what persecutions I endured. But out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. All right. So I'm testing this microphone right now to see. I'm trying to see what microphone is the one working. Okay, so it must be the the one that's in my face. I'm thinking it's the telephone, but I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to, this is, like I said before, this is a test. So um, don't think I'm being serious, but this is a serious show, <laughs> believe it or not, even though. So I'm going to test some. Right now I'm going to go ahead and test some sound effects. Stay tuned. Stay by. You have been listening to the. I'm not ready for that one because that's the one. Now, be prepared to re-enter the zone where only watchmen dare go and only the fearless do venture. Now, from the lands of the Pacific Northwest in FEMA Region 6, where we warn about your future and the rapture of the church, the concentration camps of the enemy, your host, once again, Phil Armstrong. Welcome back to the zone, the prophecy zone.
There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. New world coming. America will become increasingly vulnerable to hostile attack on our homeland, and our military superiority will not entirely protect us. Americans will likely die on American soil. And I believe it will also be said of this age, the first decade of the 21st century, that out of what is, will be seen as the greatest restructuring of the global economy, perhaps one even greater than at the time of the Industrial Revolution, a new world order was created. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Now, get ready to enter the zone where real life is stranger than fiction, the place where the news may seem like a dream, and the dream may be a matrix of reality. Let us now expose all lie of the devil and bring to light all the secrets of the enemy because God truth will set you free. John 832. You're listening to This Week in the Zone with your host and watchman on the wall, Phil Armstrong. Okay, so all that works. So looks like we're in business. Um, so I'm going to try to do a show later on tonight, um, to talk about what's been going on, which is a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of news, uh, especially out of Afghanistan, uh, United States showing some forms of weakness in its leadership of the world. So Russia, uh, looking at that, China as well. Um, so we see things that are on the pessimists of um, what Jesus was talking about when he told the disciples about the end of the age and um, what the world would look like at that time. There'd be wars and rumors of wars, pestilences, and earthquakes in diverse places. Haiti just had an earthquake um, that was, I believe, seven on the Richter scale, uh, which is pretty high. And, and I, then I believe there was another 6.2. So there's been a lot of five, four points and five points, which are pretty high. And that's been happening um, frequently in the last year, at least, especially the last couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, um, the world is, you know, it says in Romans that the world is screaming for the Messiah to come back, um, for the redemption of God's people and the redemption of the world itself, because the world is cursed as well. And, and we see what's happening now. As far as evil or uh, wickedness reaching a climax, God said that when uh, wickedness reaches a point, a king shall arise. Talking about the Antichrist, he shall arise and uh, take over a 
ten nation or ten region confederacy in the Middle East. People think it's Europe, but I do believe that it's a confederation of, of regions of the old Roman Empire rather than just Europe. So, anyway, I'm going to play Second um, Peter chapter 3, and then we're going to go off. Chapter 3. This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets, and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lusts, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was, being overflowed with water, perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now, by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat? Nevertheless we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot, and blameless, and account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul also, according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. Yet therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. But grow in grace, and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, I'm going to try to come on and do a show tonight. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. I will go off with my uh, outro. Now, be prepared. You have been listening to the Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to 
check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on the Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, observe the present, and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus.